Kum learning about Gemara. Today's daf is daf Pei Aleph, and um, an interesting Gemara that Yeshua, when they entered Etzro, he put into train a number of, of laws about to, now they have to live like a community, and uh, and he has to make regulations that people have to learn to live together and to be prepared to forego certain rights. For the for the for the betterment of the community at large, there's an argument whether it was this was conditional on on the distribution of Eretz So look, I'm dividing Eretz but it'll be based on the following condition. This is how everyone has to accept, or is it a din and hefker bezin hefker that Yeshua was the bezin, and the bezin has the right to legislate and to say whether you like it or not. This is how it is, and the difference between these two ways, these two approaches are. Is it only limited to HSRO or does it apply in any Jewish community around the world? Like bubble, which is just like we learned yesterday, that bubble is like this tree like HSRO. But here too, maybe the same thing. We'll see in the Gemara that perhaps it applies even outside of this court to some. And that's the argument, whether it's a din in Chalukah's in HSRO or whether it's Hefkebeth's Hefkebeth. Yeshua, Yeshua put into place 10 different conditions. That you, everyone has to agree with with these conditions. Number one, she marin be Number one is that animals can go around. And the Gemara first will tell us what these ten tenoyim are. And then we're going to explain each one in more detail. But animals can go wander around and 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 graze in other people's forests. <clears throat> and the owner of the forest, if there's a private owner, is not going to uh, care. Number one. Number two. Melactin eitzim beside the same. If you see in somebody else's field a pile of wood, you're allowed to collect that wood and take it. <clears throat> or you see a pile of grass, you can take some like, hay for your animal. Sorry. You're allowed to collect grass wherever it is in order, let's say, hay to feed your animal. Chutz, the only grass you cannot collect is metilson. If the grass is growing next to fenugreek, it's a kind of legume. Uh, you cannot take that grass because that grass is needed to support the fenugreek, the growth of the fenugreek. So you can't take that. And Gemara will explain each one in more detail. And next one is because um, <clears throat> if you do take it, if you do take the grass, remove the grass, you're actually adversely affecting the fenugreek and you're causing damage to the owner. If I see branches. You know, branches in the early stages. Nothing is budding yet, just a branch. That's the branch itself will just grow. I can cut them off from someone else's tree and use it for myself. <clears throat> Let's say I want to take this branch and I want to plant a new tree, that kind of species, or graft it onto an existing tree. And the owner of the tree is not going to care because this branch is a small branch, there's no shoot that just came out, nothing growing there. Chutz, except Groviyashal Zayitz. If you're going to cut, let's say, you cut down an olive, um, uh, let's say an olive tree, you have to leave two fistfuls, um, uh, of, uh, I guess, of the tree itself or the olive so it can regenerate. Again, we'll explain that soon. If you have a spring of water that appeared, or it definitely was there for a while, a spring of water that just appeared Tesis gives two different explanations, one here and one another. Over here, Tesis says that it's talking about a case here that you didn't put any effort 
into um sorry one place says it says you didn't put any effort in creating that spring you just suddenly appeared then it belongs to everybody anybody can come and use the water from that spring but if you worked hard to to uh, you know you dug bores in the ground and you and the spring appeared then it's your spring another shot text gives is is that um if if the spring is sitting on your land and not traveling beyond your land it's yours but if the spring travels beyond your land then it belongs. You can't you know, block it up and say it's mine. It belongs to everybody. Everybody said they can enjoy it. Next thing is everyone's allowed to put nets and, and and catch fish in the yam of Tveria, even though Tveria belongs to Naftali. Everyone else says boom. But here's the more says Naftali. Everybody can, can enjoy that water. The yam is finished. You shouldn't put a keller and hold back ships. I mean, you don't put in posts in the ground and then put a like a wall, because that will prevent ships from sailing. Or others say it means don't put a ship there. Don't put these giant nets that attach to ships because it'll take away too much fish and it's not fair. Yeah, yeah, we have to have enough stock for everyone. Just similar to what happens now in a lot of countries. They're very, very particular about the fishing, you know, what's going on here. And this includes the owner as well. The nifnin la hagedin. If someone has to go to the bathroom and defecate, he can uh, go behind someone's private fence and e and the will explain, he can even take a pebble from the wall and use it to clean, cleanse themselves because that's how they should clean themselves in those days. And then put it back in the wall. So, <clears throat> even the field has a saffron, which is so expensive. Nevertheless, like $20,000 a kilo or something today. <clears throat> Nevertheless, you can take from their wall it's not causing any damage, but oh, as the Mephoshim say, only small little rocks. Otherwise, you're causing damage to the fence itself. You're allowed to walk um, that means here, once the owner of the farm took brought in the harvest, and he's not planning to, to plant anything for a while, then the people in the street are allowed to walk on, onto, the, onto the, I guess, the farmland at, at the edge, because it's not going to make a difference anyway. Until the rain season comes in, which is when the things start to grow, then you're not allowed to go there anymore. You're doing it as a shortcut. You know, you're allowed to use it as a shortcut. And the owners had to make the field hefke to allow everybody to go in and use it as a shortcut. It's called shvile rishos, the access ways for the public. If that's what it is, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yudzayin Tammuz is when the rain season for this one is. Remember, we learned the different stages of rain season. This one here is Yud, not Gimel Cheshvan or Zayin Cheshvan. This is Yud Zayin Cheshvan. So you have a month. Yeah. <clears throat> throughout the year, forget about the rain season. Throughout the year, you're allowed to go on the sides of the road, even when they are. You know, your, the farms are growing and the fields are, are full of uh, whatever it is, crop. You're allowed to walk on the edges near the main road. But everybody's mafkid that, that edge over there. <clears throat> um, now, what you say, in the winter, everything is very muddy. So people walking, they sort of press down and you suddenly find that you, you press down one part, the mud rises next to it. And in the summer, when it dries, suddenly you have all of these mounds and it's hard to walk, so somebody has to walk around it. And right next to it, contiguous to the road, is somebody's uh, the edge of somebody's field. So Yeshua made it conditional that the edges of fields next to a road, that abuts a road, belongs to the public. 
because it needs to say this. Somebody's lost in the vineyards and he can't see his way out. He's allowed to cut his way through. You're allowed to go and cut your way through through the vines to be able to find a direction for him to be able to, to, to help him leave. <clears throat> um, the last thing is, if somebody dies, a Meismitzah that has no relatives to take care of him, is wherever he dies, that's in somebody's private field, that's where you make his grave. Okay, now we'll go through each one in more detail. Says the Gemara, um, and the owner of the field can't stop him. Um, yeah, you said you let to go to the forest. Oh, but a papa, let's qualify that. A goat, a sheep going into a thick forest, he's not going to cause any damage. If you have a very thin forest and a goat, goats also eat a lot. Or bigasa, bigasa, or a cow and somebody else got a light. Having a cow go into somebody's uh, very, you know, I guess limited forest and very thin is obviously it's going to be, it's, it's going to have a negative effect on the light. You don't. Next. Umalakim ate him, Mr. Dasayim. You're allowed to take wood from somebody's field for firewood and say, Lom and Ella be his gig. We're talking about thorns. Which aren't worth worth much. Number one, Abashayet and other would know because that guy might want the owner of the field might want the wood. Number two, I feel the even thorns. still attached. if the owner of the field cut off this the, these thorns, then he might want to use it for fire. And I know I feel the was attached. if it's moist, so he can't use as firewood yet anyway. So therefore, you can take it. I will be vicious, already dry, which means the owner soon will come and, and cut it off himself. Like. <laughs> Only if it's thorns, if it's mechuber, if it's attached and it's moist. You shouldn't pull them out from the ground with the roots because then you're actually causing damage as well. So further, you're allowed to take grass from anywhere you want, except if this fenugreek is. The member that chills some malalasavim, you tell me what, a fenugreek is good for the gra uh, that grass. Uh, supports fenugreek, and that's why you, you should take the grass next to fenugreek. But I mean, as a question, it says clearly that Tilson should also of him. If you have fenugreek growing with say with different kinds of grass, and the question is whether it's climbing or not. You don't have to worry about climbing and removing them. You know why? The reason why you, have to, you don't have to worry about removing them is because you can take it away anyway. Uh, <clears throat> you're gonna take it away anyway because it's because it's it's bad for the fenugreek, and eventually you're gonna take away. <clears throat> and therefore, <coughs> there's no benefit. So a minute ago, you said, and so in, in the mission, it says here that grass does not benefit the fenugreek. Therefore, you definitely take it away, so you don't want it to grow there. And yet, we just said in, 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 in the Yeshua's Takana was that you must leave the grass there next to the fenugreek because it supports the fenugreek. So we have two answers in the Gemara. like If the fenugreek is Lizetta, you're planting for seeds. If you let's say you, your reason why you, you want to replant it, you know, and use the seeds, then the grass is bad for it because the grass takes away some of the nutrients because you you're fighting, competing for the same nutrients. It's bad for it. But can eating if you're just using it as food and not planning to replant it again, then the grass actually supports it. the because it weakens, it takes away the nutrients. Lizidin and why is it, what's the mile? What's the benefit having grass knowing growing next to fenugreek? Keeps it moist <clears throat> and soft, so there's an advantage. So it depends what the purpose is. Or you buy another answer. Similarly, it depends on the purposes. 
Can la adam can the beim if a person grass is bad for fenugreek, but if you're going to use it for fodder, then grass is good. You know why? Because the animal eats both the grass and the fenugreek. But even the beim who does raw him asavim not be boyle, he eats grass as well. Only question then is so why only fenugreek? Anything growing, you should allow the grass next to uh, next to it for behema because the uh, behema uses both. You, should, you shouldn't touch the grass because the, the grass benefits. <clears throat> Why highlight fenugreek? I don't know. Unless the grass that grows like fenugreek is, has a special taste to it, the animals like it. I don't know. How in the world do I know if I walk into a field that I see fenugreek and grass? How do I know I cannot take this grass because this is going to be what, what the purpose is? I'm going to probably can tell. You know how you can tell? Depends how much time and effort the guy puts in to grow. If it's if it's like a straight line, then you know a lot of them. He's planning, you know, he's, he's growing it for people, human, human consumption. Just under patch kids, it's all over the place. Then the behemoth. Then it's for behemoth. You can cut off the young sapling, not young sapling, the branches, except. When it comes by an olive, an olive tree, the last two fistfuls. They explain what is that. How much do you have to leave by an olive tree? The size of an egg, the height of an of an egg from the ground or from the trunk of the tree. You have to let the branch grow, and the rest you can cut off. And bekanim and reeds, bekfanim and vines, minapokulamalas are not. You know, like growing there, you see there's a knot there, and uh, and, and you, you cannot cut below that knot. <clears throat> what about shar? Shar, another tree, mean ubeishil ilan. You can cut from the ubeishil ilan, either from the trunk of the tree, or it means there's a part where it's very, very, very thick, there's a lot of branches mixed together. From there, you can, beyond that, you can, that's the bulk of the tree. And beyond that, you can cut the branches that are new branches that are growing. <clears throat> Not from the, the trunk itself. We're only allowing you to cut off these new shoots that haven't yet started to you know produce uh, fruits. Not from an old branch that even though it's beyond these points, if it's growing fruit, you're not allowed to cut it off and take it off. And the Makum even those new branches, only the part that doesn't see the sun, so it doesn't really have a, a potential to really grow well. But the, the branches that actually see the sun, no, it says, from the, the truers grow well from the sun. So therefore, you're taking, you're robbing this person from that potential. Then it says, in if a spring came out on its own, everyone says the right to take from it. But you should pay. You should pay the guy money. Unless that wasn't the tanai of of Yeshua, or Hefke and Hefke. He says free for everyone. You're allowed to go ahead and fish, but you don't put in these fixed posts with a fixed net. And also holds back. Why? Because it holds back ships from from uh, going through there. But you definitely can go ahead and use fish. But you're allowed to use, you know, regular nets <clears throat> and, and fishing rods and all that. Don't know learned. But in the beginning, the Bryce says it wasn't Yahushua, it was the Shvatim. When they started to subdivide the land, they said they made up some, some, uh, some, some arrangements in themselves. So Yifra is clear, the Yamada Srimah. You can use it for you, but don't put these, these fixed nets down. But you, on your own, you can do whatever you want. 
Come and learn. Whose section was it? It was actually in the Chelik of, of Naftali. Everyone else now has a right to go to Troy and fish. But they gave a compensation to Naftali that they gave him a little section south of the Tverev on the land so that he should have where to put his provisions down and so on and so forth. The Kaimish Nama to the Kaim Yam, the Dorim Yerisha, the Hiyash, not only the Yam, but also Dorim, the south of it as well. Those parts you find branches lying around on the mountains. Everyone has a right to it. But those trees is also top of a mountain belongs to that shavit. No, the the, the Shvatim didn't only get the flat land, they also got the mountains, the hills, the valleys, and so on. Doesn't have doesn't have a section in the partition of Israel on, on these hills. Ubeshfela on the flatland, Uba Negev. Negev, Rashi says that why is it called Negev? Because Negev is in the word dry. And there's no trees there, and the sun is constantly baking. That's called Negev. <clears throat> so, like, uh, everyone has all the desert, it's all full of desert. Uba Amek. Amek Lucheir is valleys. Shenemar. But then it says that the Murray is a Pasik, Pnuvis Ulachem, go and travel. Uvor had a mighty, go to the mountain of the coach Khenov and go to his neighbors, Barova, Bahar in the hills, Bashfoyla, the lowlands, Uva Negev. But instead of the Amik, it says of a Khaifayam. So either everyone has a section of the beach, because beach is an important thing. And maybe Amik means Khaifayam. I'm just I'm not sure exactly how Amik means Khaifayam. But maybe that's what that's alluding to here. They themselves, the nation that you are conquering, had the same thing. They had the same thing. But not everyone, some people are inland. Not everyone is Khaifayam. So so for whatever reason, Khaifayam did not was not distributed equally to everybody. It uh, or maybe they got Shvela, they got um in place of Khaifayam. You know. Yeah. So what do you mean you to use the fence? You allowed to take a pebble from the wall. Even though it's mukse, but covered abrius is deicher. Mazutra chasida, mazutra chasida, shokil. He would take a stone and and put it back. Now I want you to put it back. So we say the chasidus, the chasidus was not just putting it back. He then told him put cement on it. So it should be permanent. It shouldn't. I didn't. You know. I, I don't want to. I bore a little hole there. I don't want to cause any damage. Mahal chemishvili rishus. You have to travel down. You have to walk on these access ways. I have permission. Achter to be ashamed until the rain season. I'm on a problem. But high deep done. But our field, he says here, I feel tall. Even do when at night, kashula people walk around in the morning. But no, we shouldn't be doing it because we will ruin the fields. Even though it's not the rain season yet. Even before the rain season. If we're walking on the field, we're trampling, we're ruining their field, they won't go through properly. Right? That if these, these uh, during the winter, everything is muddy, and then in the summer, these mud come clots and hills and mounds, makes it very difficult to walk. See, a lot of work on the edge of the people's properties that are budding the main road, because that was part of the conditions Yeshua said. It's public access ways. Went on the side road, on you know, on the people's edge of the field. 
the noyin shehisni yishuv from above. We're above all now. Are we allowed to do that? We have permission. It's a private property. I'm the shenem. I feel the chutzlaretz. What was the question? So that's the question. When Yeshua made the thing, the partition was it a din in Chalukas or Aris? That's how it should be. Always because of Hefke, Bez, and Hefke. That was the question. And she will answer the back. It's Hefke, Bez, and Hefke. So it applies to Bubble just as well. Rebbe ended up here. Havishakli ba'ozli ba'ucha. Once traveling on the road. And they walked on these people's private properties. There was an Amayda called Rabbi Yudha ben Krusa. Who he jumped over these mountains. He didn't want, he did not want to go. He didn't feel comfortable walking on somebody else's property. So he jumped over these mounds. He was being very frum. Hamayu in front of them. He was there. Who in the world is this guy? He has the chutzpah, shemadeg, he's showing, he's demonstrating in public that he's more frum than Rebbe, who was a Nasi, who was an unbelievable murder. Maybe it's Rabbi Huda ben Krusa, my student. He's doing it for this. He's not doing it to show off. When they came to Chazi, they saw Taka was him. He loved Yehuda ben Krusa. If he wouldn't have been this nobody, if he didn't do Shemayim, Gazatinu l'shacha begizer the parzla, we would have hit you there with a stake, and we would have put you in chayim. Now, why would they put him in chayim? So some say, because showing off that your greater deserves chayim. Others say, where do you find such a prison? It's a bad thing to be a show-off. It's called mechzik yeda sometimes. But where do you say you put people in chayim? So others say the pshat here is he's a Talmud and he's showing up his rebbe. Because right behind him was the rebbe Nabhi and he's showing that he's more. So that's a bizarre of a, of a rebbe. That's what, that's what the chayim was going to be about. Not because he was mechzik yeda. But you learn the Pasha Pshat the Gemara, Rabbi said, maybe this is my son, my, my Talmud, which means he couldn't really tell. You know, it means he was far away and he was in front of them. So the Pashas, he had no idea they were behind him. Pashas had no idea they were behind him because even those who were behind him couldn't really tell until they, as Gemara said, when they met each other, so they, ah, this is my Talmud. So therefore, you have to understand a little bit. So what was the Chaydim for? It wasn't that he was Mavaza, his Rebbe, because he had no idea they were behind him. And he and and uh, he wasn't in any way trying to show up to his rebbe's. He had no idea they were there, so it was really more for the fact that he was being very frum in public. And Shlomo Melech said in Kehelas, "Al tzadik You want to be a tzadik, great, but don't have to show off to the whole world. I'll tell you, it's a beautiful medicine that I'll just share with your medish. There's a person um, who's on his deathbed, but he tells his son, "I will give you a piece of advice. If you ever see anybody." Very from and making sure that the whole world knows about it. Be chayshid that the guy actually is just a veneer, a facade. That was his advice. Anyway, married, he had a business, everything going well, and he used to travel a lot. He was in jewelry and he had to travel a lot. So one day he was going for a long time. He said to his wife, "Why don't you come and join me? We'll go together." And she said. Start sneezing for 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 me to go with you to a faraway country. People might you know suspect whatever that I'm not your wife. And then suddenly he remembered his father's words. So he said, "Okay, I'll go on my own." That night he didn't go anywhere. He he hung around. He comes back at night, and sure enough, there was somebody else in the house. They saw him. They beat him to a pulp. Or well, that guy beat him to a pulp, and he couldn't stay in the house anymore. So he went out to the park, had to go to sleep, and he slept on a bark bench. That night, the gem of the crown, of the king's crown, was stolen. So the police went scouring everywhere, and they and they see this guy lying on the park bench. So they accused him 
or they thought he was a possibility. And then the, the head Galak came along and said, yeah, definitely this guy is the one who's, uh, who's, who's uh, stole the gem. So they sentenced him to death. And because it says him to death, he was going to go be escorted by the, the head the head priest uh, to do his confessions and be read his last rites and all that. Even though he was a Yid, this was, you know, this was appointed by the government. So as they were walking to the gallows, <clears throat> he's walking on the grass and the Galach is walking on the concrete. And the Galach says, how can you walk on the grass? You know, how many little grasshoppers you're killing as you're walking? Suddenly he's going to alert his father. He turns around to one of the, the henchmen, the executioner, and he says to the guy, I want to make a confession, but only in front of the king. I want to tell him where the gem is. So they said, okay, that's taken back to the king. And the king said, okay, where's the gem? He turns to the guy and says, it's in his house. Because he was my partner. So they detained the guy. They went to the house. Sure enough, they found the gem there. And then the guy said, how in the world did you know? We're not partners. He said, Al-Tahid Sadiq Harim. You can be firm as you want, but you show the whole world, and we know there's something not right. So that's what the Chayden here was, possibly. Anyway, so anyway, the further, um, um, if somebody gets lost amongst the vineyards, you can cut your way through to save the person. If you see your friend getting lost, you cut your way through the vines, so you're causing a little bit of damage. But you can do that. You bring him to the city, or to the road. If the guy himself is lost, you yourself are lost. You can cut your way through, find your way. Now, it's very odd. You're allowed to do it for your for your friend. Why do you have to tell me I'm allowed to do it for myself? What do you mean? And also, why should be different? No. If your friend is lost, but you know the way, so you can cut very few branches because you know exactly which direction to go. But if you're the one who's lost, you have no idea if it's to the north, the south, the west, the east. You're going to be cutting branches everywhere, causing a lot more damage. You know which way to go. You don't know which way to go. Maybe go around the even as long as you know, much longer route. But that's how you should find your way. That you that you can that you can cut your way through. So here we see. Again, that you can um, save yourself with someone else's money. That's what we're allowing you to do. But on the other hand, this is a condition of, of Yeshua, so you're not really saving yourself because everyone agreed that that's how it should be. A Michael. This is very important. Isn't it? I need Yeshua to tell me that I can cut your way through. I have to save you. The time you learn Hashavah's group of Menayim, you know Hashavah's Aveda. How knows the mitzvah to help another person out? If he's drowning, how knows the mitzvah to help him out? So sometimes we say, like, Samuel Damriach, as Rashi says in Chumash. The Gemara says, That what? Is a mitzvah to return himself to himself. From here we learn now, there's a mitzvah to help somebody and support them if they're in trouble. So that I say, What's Yeshua adding? That Mahatayda, he can walk around the boundaries. I also talking the Mafsik by the Mafsik. He was saying, even though you could, there's an alternative way, I'm allowing you to cut your way through. So the Rambam says, you know, you have to take care, help somebody else out. You have to take care, you know, all the damage of goof. You have to take care of your goof and all that. 
They say you learn out from here. They said from learn out from here from the hashabas from mitzvah hashabas of edah. I'll never forget the chayyim mitzvah as well. It was a mitzvah hashabas of edah, and surely it's a mitzvah of hashabas haguf. And this mitzvah hashabas haguf. Oh, it's from hashabas of edah. When you return the opposite, it says eventually it says that uh, you don't know who your guy is. Take it home, and when you find him, you should return to him. So it means he should return himself to himself as well. Second matter further, mace. I mean, we ask a question. I might say mace. Motul esratu. If you found the mace lying on the main street, mifaneyu liyimini esratu and lismail esratu, then you could either bury him to the right or the left. You just told me that what that you're koyne mikoymai says you go either to the right or you go to the left and then goes further. Rashi, interesting. Rashi says I'm here sixteen amos. What's the relevance right now here to tell us what the width of Rashi says is? <clears throat> we have a more place. Anyway, um, today now you have two sides, right? I have a choice. Now the Gemara will go through each side. You want to try to minimize the impact. So today, let's say you have one field that is nothing there, empty, not growing. Um, the day near, you have another one that is prepared for plowing. And then which one obviously going to cause a bigger damage to if you if you place it in the near? So the Mefanes neighbors, they near is they zera zera. You have a field that's been plowed over. Not you didn't plant yet, but you already plowed through it. And you have another field that you already put the seeds in. Then Mefanes is they near. Obviously, where's the less uh, impact in the near? How you stay in Buddha, stay in Buddha, stay in Anita, stay in Zera. They're both exactly the same. Mefanes and Then it's your prerogative. Choose whatever you want. And the balabas of either one can say, "Oh, go to the other guy." But that's the condition we made. <clears throat> so the question is, you just said Koyin and McCoy, but here we're taking you away. You're right. Even the Shusrabi would bury him. You know what we're talking about here? The Mutal al Hamaitah, he's lying the width of the Shusrabi. And, and, and of course, he's lying the width of the Shusrabi. And, uh, and people walk over him who make Tadas, Kayim, it's very difficult to understand. You just said the Nashi that is 16 Amas wide. Which person is 16 Amas long? A person is four amas. And my chlik Rashi takes including the head, including the head. So if a person is four amas, why can't they bury Mishra on the street and, and, and mark it off? Unless they're saying that even four amas is such a wide area and people don't necessarily look all down all the time. They won't understand the markings over time and get erased. So therefore, they, uh, they're worried. Maybe. But if it's been lengthwise, then it's only an amma wide, then they can deal with it. Maybe. <clears throat> Maybe. Uh, so further, Amri, I saw you say this 10. You count is actually 11. Question was, made a special takana, or you just had a general rule and we apply that rule. What's the story? Katami learned how does it call the Let's say you took away your, your crop. And, and you don't need to, you're not going to go into the field till the rain season. You don't let people come in. What do people say? All of this. People will talk about you and denounce you. What do you benefit by not letting people go on your, in your land? It's like all of our on him. The Pasik says, You know, if you're going to be good, why have to be bad? So you interesting. You never find this. Where you find the Pasik? In. So this is very important. The Gemara starts off saying, here's a Pasik, all of Hakasavaima. Then the Gemara first time that we saw the Gemara said no such Pasik. The Gemara says you're right. 
But the the the, the gist of the passage, the theme of that passage, we find elsewhere. Because it says, right? my mother said, do not deny good from the these people. You have the ability to help somebody out, why not? So this is might be a key to a lot of psukim that we have. And the we said yesterday, collect them all, psukim, that uh, are not correct, because it more, it's more the theme of the passage. Right here we have an example of that. So I want to say that this is the basis for what we had in the beginning of Babakam, second page. I have a no, you have nothing to lose. I can go into your field. I don't have to pay you. Because you know, why, why not? What's the basis? So some people wanted to say, but others say, right here. What, 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 like people talk. What do you have to lose? Anyway, there's only 10. But you could, I'll give you a few other example cases. When people take out all their rubbish, you can take it into the street. You can leave it there for 30 days. Then people should step on it and turn it into fertilizer. Now, this language here, is after this is what Shmuel told us. That this is a condition in partitioned land. Yet Shmuel said it's also bubble. So it seems so that Shmuel told us. That's what I the question. So it seems that um, that is a machlekes. Is this a din chalukas aris? Then it's only limited to Israel, or is this in hefker ben hefker? Then it's everywhere. Um, look at he says. Look at the wording here. He said manaskein. Another one. I have my bees, my bees went and, and all ran away. You know, the problem of bees, shortage of bees. They all flew and went and, and landed on some branch of the other person's guy, um, yard. I can go in there and, uh, and cut the branch down and bring it back to me. And I have to, and, and even though it caused you a little bit of loss. But this was a, a tonight. The noise was measured. I caused you to get damage. I have to pay you. I'm not talking about those conditions before. Nothing's wrong with it. It could be growing. But my bees are there. And bees are important. They cross-pollinate. We need them. And all the other reasons. You can cut it off. But here it says tonight, Bezin. So you see here. One guy looks at it as, as this is Hinchel Yeshua. The other one says tonight, Bezin. So if, if tonight, Bezin means some later date, then what's the most question? This is usually, we're talking about Yeshua here. And you tell me, I might say that Bezin later on came along and made certain conditions. So that means this is how we understood Yeshua. It was a Tanai Bezin. In other words, it's like Hefke Bezin Hefke. So we see here that, that there's an argument actually amongst the Tanaim. And that was a, quite a discussion between Rabbi Yehuda and Shmuel. But Tanai Be, another Tanai Bezin is Sheheze, we had that if you, uh, wine was less expensive than honey. And if your honey bar- barrel was breaking and the honey was dripping out, and um, and I pour my wine out, I capture your honey, and you have to pay reimburse me the value of my wine, and you take it out from the honey. Now, actually, we had more before the third and we'll have it later. That if I pour out my wine and I go ahead and I and I save your honey, all you have to pay me for is my time, not for my wine. So the shame already asked, what's the difference? Tastes here and others. So one of the answers is the difference if I did it on my own or you asked, or you told me to. If I did it on my own, you never asked me to, then all I can charge you for is my time. But if you told me, get rid of your wine, I need your barrel here for my honey, then you have to reimburse me for my wine. 
But tonight, bed another tonight, bed is shay. Zem mefadik is eitzav, and the toyin pishon v'ede. My donkey is carrying wood. Your donkey is carrying flax. Flax is worth a lot more than wood. And then your donkey died on you. So uh, you could tell me, get rid of all your wood, take my flax, and he reimbursed me for the wood that I lost. Here, look what he says here. He doesn't say Tanai Bezin. He says here, Amanas. So again, is he saying, but he also said Tanai Bezin. Sorry? Oh, that's true. But he, it's also true. But he said, he started with Tanai Bezin and he finished with Amanas King, which means he's explaining how Yeshua did it. That Yeshua was the case of Tanai Bezin, which is Hefke Bezin Hefke. Anyway, why don't we mention this? We don't talk about individual uh, people. We don't talk about the Brysa that has no names anonymous. So everyone agrees. Maybe we argue about these dinner. In fact, some of us are trying to say the reason why before we learned that for the wine, you only get reversed your time. So we argue on these dinner here. I'll just finish this thing here. My tree is overhanging your property. Right next to the, the boundary. Maybe the Kaide. And therefore, it's taking some of the nutrients of the of your property, and yet, and it's your property, and it's growing. It's, it's taking nutrients of your property. Yet, I can bring the kudim, and I can say, because this is part of tonight bezin that if my tree grows and it's overhanging a little bit of yours, I can, uh, I can as, as if you're foregoing that section of your property for me. The kodesh. I'm asking And why don't we mention this one here? I'm here. Elaman Tana Soda Tunoin. In fact, that bright that we said there were ten uh, con- conditions. Shehisni Yeshua, Rabbi Shulban Levi was actually Rabbi Shulban Levi. So it wasn't a Brice or a Mishnah. Rabbi Shulban Levi said it, and he's an Amaida. And Rabbi Yechon argues, and these are arguments. Rabbi Yechon, he said no, there's another one, the eleventh one. So the other ones we said, but this Rabbi Yechon argues with Levi. He said there's another thing there about the tree. You can say, oh, this is a satuli. We'll stop picking you tomorrow, Mr. Shepherd. Have a good day. If thanks, can, can I just ask? In that yeah. ask where the three branches are growing over, and you said you can have bikurim, are you referring yeah. that the owner of the tree can use bikurim from those branches, or the yeah. land the owner, person? No, no, the owner of the tree. The owner of the tree can use uh, can use them. Can use them. Not, okay, not, but, the, not the owner of the land. The owner of the tree. Okay. Right. Thank you. Okay.